Today is a very exciting episode. We are going to do the first time ever with an author and a book blogger. We'll let that settle in for you. Author and book book blogger. blogger. We are bringing two, three worlds together. Yeah. Podcasting, authoring. Authoring. And writing, writing, that's writing. it, and book blogging. So we're 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 about to give you give it to you. Yes, today we are joined with Bridget Kemmerer and Nancy from Tales of the Ravenous Reader book blog. Yes, I love Nancy's blog. I, I we are I'm, I'm religious. It's I follow it religiously, and we always are talking to her on mm-hmm. Twitter, interacting because we just enjoy it so much. Yes, and so if you want to follow along with Nancy and her book travels, you should follow her on Twitter at ravenous reader and reader is spelled r-e-a-d-r oh so that's that's a hard r yeah so make please, sure you yeah so please follow definitely her. Yeah. type that correctly uh-huh and then bridget is at bridget b-r-i-g-i-d because i have problems spelling bridget i love that name bridget I, me too but i for some reason can't spell it mm-hmm. it's just it's a fault of mine yeah Kemmerer, Kee-E. Kee-E? Kee-E. <laughs> Kee-E. <laughs> We're watching him as Drag Race. <laughs> we have been. K-E-M-M-E-R-E-R. Ooh. Er-er. <laughs> All right. So let's get the stats of this book. Yes. So today's book is Letters to the Lost by Bridget Kemmerer. Hey, girl. The narrator is Brittany Presley and... Kirby Hayborn. Oh. Hayborn. Hayborn. Hey. The publisher is Audio Audible Studios for Bloomsbury, and the audiobook release date was April 4th, 2017. The duration is 10 hours and 16 minutes, but it feels like two hours. Oh my God. It went by so quick, and I loved it. And the genre is young adult, grief, and pen pals. I love me some pen pals. Uh, you know, I always wanted a pen pal, but. I would just forget about them. Girl, I love me some pen pals. I had a pen pal in Africa. I had a pen pal in no, England. No, you didn't. That was just your parents sending letters and writing to you like they did for Santa Claus. Oh. Santa Claus is mm-hmm. not real. And your dad was eating those cookies. <laughs> <laughs> pen pals are real, though. Right? I mean, I'll give it to you. Now, they kind of can be. Now it's called catfishing. <laughs> <laughs> also, we read a me and sean read a reddit story one time on like our creepy pasta or something mm-hmm. or our our no sleep that's okay what it was okay and it was called pen pals mm-hmm. and there was like 18 parts to the story and the moral of the story was that this guy had a stalker who oh. killed his friend oh because he thought it was him i've always wanted a stalker when he was little when he was like 10 mm. they can oh. never find the body oh i don't want to it's a good book. It's actually short. It's actually short, too. I just want someone to love me. You have Eddie. Well, I know, but he doesn't stalk me enough. I see. You know? Maybe he has your location turned on on your phone. Or maybe he's just a healthy human being. And <laughs> <laughs> What's healthy nowadays? All right. Let's get to the summary. Taken oh, yeah. by Amazon. Julia Young always writes letters to her mother, a world-traveling photojournalist. Even after her mother's death, she leaves letters at her grave. It's the only way Juliet can cope. It's a good coping skill. It is. As a therapist, it's a good coping it's skill. It's positive. You're not doing anything destructive. Mm-hmm. Except to the pencil and the paper. Exactly. Poor tree. All right. 
Declan Murphy. I love that name. Uh, My God. I just had a turtle that I named Murphy that we found in the yard. Rip. Man. It died? No, I just made to let it go. Rip? Because it was my heart that died along with it when we had to set it to the wild. Anyway, Declan <laughs> Murphy isn't the sort of guy you want to cross. Mm, that sounds hot. In the midst of his court-ordered community service at the local cemetery, he's trying to escape the demons of his past. When Declan reads a haunting letter left beside a grave, he can resist writing back. He can't. He can't. He can't. He cannot. <laughs> Sorry, these are new glasses. I know. I'm just kidding. They look nice, though. <laughs> Thanks. They go with your outfit. Are they not new? No, they are. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that wasn't a just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> when Declan reads a haunting letter left beside a grave, he can't resist writing back. Soon, he's opening up to the perfect stranger, and the connection is immediate. But neither Declan nor Juliet knows that they're not actually strangers. When life at school interferes with their secret life of letters, sparks will fly as Juliet and Declan discover truths that might tear them apart. Whew. That was me ripping a paper. Tear them apart. All right. Okay. Well, we hope you enjoy this interview slash book chat. Yeah. That's kind of what it was. It's like a interchat. Interchat. Interbook chat. Inner book chat. Inner book chat view. We're going to forget that name if we ever do this again. Yeah. So we'll mm-hmm. just make it up as we go along. Yep. Enjoy. Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Well, thank you both so much for joining us today. We're so excited to chat about Bridget, your book. And uh, luckily, we loved it. Yes. Because <laughs> this would be a really awkward interview if we did not. <laughs> um, so first, we just want to kind of get you guys to introduce yourselves for our listeners. And so let's start with um, Bridget, since you're on the right side of the <laughs> Sure. Now, um, I'm Bridget Kemmer. I'm a young adult author. I've written, well, I've published uh, eight novels so far. My first uh, six were Paranormal YA, and my last two were Contemporary Young Adult. And uh, and I have a fantasy coming out next January. So a lot of books. Nice. Very nice. (laughs) That's so exciting. Thanks. And so what about you, Nancy? Me, I am a, um, I live in the, near the San Francisco Bay Area, and I've been a blogger for about nine years, and I started off reading Paranormal Romance, and I segued into young adult um, reads, and that's where I've been at for the last few years, and I really enjoy it, and um, I know that I started following you because I have a wicked commute. I travel about three to four hours a day in my car, and- um, Wow. The only way that it keeps me sane is if I listen to audiobooks, and that's how I get. I kind of read them really fast, about two to two and a half speed, and um, I probably get through probably a book a day almost. And uh, when the opportunity, when you were when you contacted me and asked me about um, joining in for one of these podcasts, I jumped at the chance, and I knew exactly which book that I wanted um, you to read because um, I love. Bridget's book so much and I think the narrators did such a fantastic job that I knew this was like a perfect one to put on the podcast yes and thank you for recommending this book we couldn't we didn't 
we wouldn't have found it if it weren't for you. So thank you. Yeah. So um, let's kind of just dive in since we're going to do like a book chat about this and feel free to give your feedback, Bridget, because you are the one that wrote it. <laughs> um, what made you come up with this idea? So the the first series that I had written uh, was the Elemental series, which is about these four brothers who control the elements of earth, air, fire, and water. And you know, it's it's paranormal YA, but a lot of people said, really, it reads like a contemporary, just they happen to have some special powers. Um, so I really like diving into kind of the human condition and, and how people work together and, and what kind of complications people, especially teenagers, might face in their day-to-day lives. Um, so I started thinking I might want to try to write a contemporary YA I wasn't sure I could pull it off, like if I could do it without special powers, still have the conflict to drive the book. Um, And I started tossing around ideas. And one of my favorite, favorite movies is You've Got Mail, and which is from the 90s. And it's sad now when I do school visits and they're like, what's You've Got Mail? Um, (laughs) But but I love that whole idea of meeting somebody on paper or meeting somebody over email before you actually meet them, like letting them know your real self first. Uh, So I just started tossing around ideas, like how could I do that in a YA? novel but in a more angsty teen way um and just start tossing ideas around that's awesome and there you were talking about like a supernatural element and i still felt like there was a small like even though it wasn't supernatural at all i still felt that there was like a power to the letters and to what they were writing and how they were communicating with each other almost like they were like superheroes in in secret like they were the clark kents of their story (laughs) they were just the normal people that had double life. Well, I think at our core, we all really have kind of a, a a secret self that we don't really show the world, especially nowadays, you know, with Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, you know, there's what we put out there and then there's who we really are. Um, so it was a lot of fun to explore that in a, in a book. That was awesome. Yeah. 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 Very cool. So what, um, so we can get both of your inputs on this. Um, how did you like Brittany and Kirby as narrators? I love Kirby. He's one of my favorite narrators. I think this was this our first book. This by was him? our first book by him, and I'm in love. So <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea how many I had read by him until I went back and looked through my my um my list of books, and I've read a lot of books by him and had no idea. And one of my favorite is um, Sea of Tranquility. Wow. Oh. That's always that's always fun. <laughs> he said he's also done Gone Girl. He's done a lot of them, and I just had no idea that he was involved in those projects. Wait. What? You listened to Gone Girl? No, I no, didn't. You- wow. So cool. I read the book. You read Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. we have to listen to Gone Girl now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so what did you think about your narrators for your book, Bridget? I I thought that they were incredible to the point where, you know, it, it's very weird to listen to my books on audio. Um, since I wrote them, it's just a very surreal feeling. Um, <laughs> but I do, I listen to a little bit of all of them just because I'm curious. And that one I started listening to and there was, there was so much emotion in the acting that I found myself listening to almost like it was not a story I had written. Um, and even, you know, my 11 year old son would be in the car with me sometimes and I would let it play and we would get somewhere and he'd be like, wait, 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 can we listen to some more? And it, was just, <laughs> it, was, it was really, it was amazing. It was amazing. I thought they were incredible narrators, especially the way yeah. they did both the narrative prose and then also how they kind of had a separate voice for when they were reading the letters for the opposite person. I just, I thought it was really well done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. And I, 
oh my gosh, I think I, it was like later in the book, but like I completely fell in love with Kirby when he was confronting Alan and they were just yelling at each other. I was like, okay, I, I, I need to like look around and make sure that nobody's fighting around me because it sounded like two people were just like going at it in my ears. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was taken aback. And it also didn't help the fact that your book takes place in our area. <laughs> 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 so and I, we were, when you mentioned Richie Highway or like Jennifer Road, we were like, we know where that is. Yeah, we were freaking out. <laughs> Because nothing ever, I feel like nothing ever takes place in Maryland, <laughs> especially in like Annapolis, Severna Parkish, Linthicum area. Yeah. It's just a gray zone. <laughs> it, it is kind of a gray zone. <laughs> so, and what made you kind of decide to, t- to place the story there? So my stepson is 21. And when he was in high school, he thought it was the coolest thing that I would put his, put my books in the towns where he and his friends were uh, basically growing up. And so it just kind of became a thing for me. Like the elemental series is all set in this area. Um, so now kind of really all of my books have kind of been set in this whole kind of Severna Park, Millersville, Anne Arundel County, stomping grounds. And it's been fun because Anne Arundel County, Maryland is, is a really fascinating county because, you know, there's a lot of peninsulas. So there's a lot of waterfront communities. So there's a lot of affluent people, but then there's also a lot of blue collar people. So it's a really diverse population um, throughout the entire county. So it, it became a great kind of a great breeding ground for thought for, you know, plotting and putting a story together. Yeah. It's awesome. It makes me feel good. I know. I feel proud <laughs> to be from this area. <laughs> Nancy, does that make you want to go visit Annapolis now? Because <laughs> you can come with us and we can go explore places. <laughs> I would love to. My best friend lives out there. So I've been there. It's beautiful there. So I'd love to go. Yeah. Nice. It's been especially nice like recently too. The weather has been just absolutely perfect mm-hmm. considering it's summertime. It feels like spring. Yeah. So, <laughs> so now there's a lot in this book about grief and just like kind of like that process that individual people go through. What made you kind of focus on that aspect in the book, Bridget? So, you know, I get this question a lot and I feel like I should have a really good prepared answer. And I don't, I, um, you know, when I started writing the book, it was right after the birth of my third son. Um, and we knew we weren't going to have any more kids after him. And I think I was definitely grieving that a little bit. Um, just kind of like the end of, not really the end of motherhood, but the end of, you know, childbearing and things like that. Um, And then also I feel like, I don't know, I feel like anytime you do anything creative, it's kind of an, this this is going to make me sound so nerdy, but it's kind of an exploration of our mortality, right? Mm -hmm. You know, anything creative is going to kind of really dive deep. And I like looking at, you know, what kind of conflict that presents for different characters. And I really like to push those kinds of things as far as I possibly can to make them have as much, um, impact for the reader as they can. Mm-hmm. I also like the element of the idea of like um, the letters, how people don't, don't write anymore. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, the story started off with actual handwritten letters at the gravesite. And it's just now this like, people don't do that anymore. It's a new way of communicating, which kind of you led into. And it's like that kind of grief of like old time, you know, romance in that way of letter writing. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. When, when we were going through the editorial process, um, my editor had asked if I thought it was feasible to kind of even draw that letter writing out further. Um, but I just didn't feel like that would be realistic, especially with teenagers in this day and age. Like I could see her writing letters to her mom and I could see them writing letters back and forth a little bit, but I think it 
pretty early on, they would have to move to something electronic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the tra- the trajectory of that process. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked, and I didn't expect twists, but oh, the twists in the book where there was like one faux twist where I was just pacing around my kitchen being like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> and then the actual, like the big twist with uh, with Juliet's mom, I was just not expecting that like how did you feel nancy when you were like listening to it oh my goodness because you you know that almost twist that you think is about to happen and you're like oh my god no no that can't happen it can't happen and you're just bracing for it so hard in my whole i could feel it in my whole body i was tensing so much when i was listening to it to the point where i almost had to do that joey thing and put it in the freezer i had to stop (laughs) (laughs) i didn't want to know anymore i couldn't take it i couldn't take it and then and I thought, well, I could do this. I could do this. And then I, you know, pressed play and went through it again. And then it didn't quite, ha- it didn't happen that way. And so I'm like, oh, so relieved. But then the twist comes up and I was just like yes. stunned. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, how could she do this to me? She like tricked me and I can't believe this. And I remember sitting in the car crying <laughs> and the tears were coming down and I was in stop and go traffic and I could see people looking at me and I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Everything's fine. But yeah, it was just amazing how she could do, how you did that. Oh my God. I just loved it. Thanks. <laughs> during during those portions, I just did not, and then I didn't expect the mystery to it. Like when um, Brandon and Roe and Juliet were all together, and they were kind of going through that, like the the police beat and everything. Uh, just going through that part, and then knowing that there's like, okay, yeah, you can't get to BWI through Hammond's Ferry. What were you doing, <laughs> Juliet? <huh? laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were definitely playing Nancy Drew over there. With, they were, yeah. which I enjoyed that little like hint to it. It yeah. was like really cool. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> How weird is it for us to be like complimenting your book right now and, like, and reviewing it with you? <laughs> oh, it's awesome. It's also I love talking to people who enjoyed the story, especially. Um, I, you know, I just I loved writing about uh, Juliet and Declan and telling their story. And uh, so it really it makes me. I don't know, extremely happy to hear that other people like going along for the ride. Yes. And also thank you for making Declan of age. Um, <laughs> thanks. We could feel not guilty having crushes on him. Because <laughs> it's so hard for being an adult reader that loves young adult to kind of connect with characters on that level. And, you know, it, I think that's an added plus to kind of have that age there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so we know that there's a, it's not like a, I don't know if it's a sequel, but there's definitely a story that follows up with, with Rev, correct? Yes. So, uh, Letters to the Lost was the first book and that came out last year. And the, it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not really a sequel, but more of a companion novel. Um, and it's called More Than We Can Tell. And in Letters to the Lost, Declan's best friend is Rev, as you know. Um, and Rev kind of has a very tortured past. He was very abused as a child. But then he was kind of put into the foster care system and was adopted by this loving couple. So now he's uh, Declan's best friend and has he's just kind of a quirky guy. So when I was writing Letters to the Lost, I loved his character so much. Um, sometimes characters fight with me until I figure out who they are. Sometimes they leap onto the page just fully formed right from day one. And Rev leapt onto the page fully formed for sure. And I really wanted to tell his story. Um, at first, my editor wasn't sure if we would do a companion novel. And I was like, well, I'm just going to start writing it because I want to. So, <laughs> so I did. And luckily, you know, by the time I was halfway through, she was like, no, we can definitely do this. Um, and I was very excited. So his story 
it's about Rev. He has just turned 18 and he begins getting letters from his abusive father uh, wanting to reconnect and he's not sure how to handle it. And Declan isn't home because he's out with Juliet. So Rev goes for a walk. And while he's out for a walk, he meets a girl named Emma, who is a gamer and also having a lot of conflict with her parents. And she has secretly designed this video game online that she enjoys playing. Um, but unfortunately, she has started getting these really harassing messages from a troll in game and doesn't know how to handle it. She can't go to her parents. So she and Rev end up spilling the beans to each other about what they're going through um, and start meeting secretly to try to figure out how to handle it. And they both kind of get in over their heads. And I'm excited to report that because I get so many emails asking me when the audiobook is going to be available and it will be available June 26th. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. I can't wait. I can't wait because um, it's, it's, it's going to be really soon. That's so exciting. Yes. I think I, actually we were, we were one of the messages to you saying, when is the audiobook coming out? <laughs> yes, you were. You were. <laughs> oh, man. So yes, very soon. So who is narrating that one? I don't know. They said they're going to have inf- the pre-order stuff up probably within the next week. So I don't know yet. Oh my gosh, it's like Christmas in June. So this is actually <laughs> interesting. And I would love your, your input on this. Sure. But some na- or some authors that we talk to, they know ahead of time who is narrating their books. That's not like it for all authors or... Not for all authors, no. Hmm. Sometimes, and it's it's that really applies to anything in the entire publication process. Um, you know, sometimes I'll learn stuff because it'll go up online, and I'll be like, "Oh, hey, interesting." Oh. Um, or sometimes people will give you a heads up. There's, I think that there are just there are so many different people involved in so many different parts of the process that sometimes things just don't go directly through the author. Oh, wow. Um, Interesting. How do you feel about that? <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm eight books in, so I'm like, whatever. <laughs> it's, <awesome. Yeah. laughs> it's one less thing for you to have to worry about, really. <laughs> it kind of is, yes. <laughs> so um, in in Letters to the Lost, I, I, I can't wait for to hear what Nancy thinks. Um, I, I think my favorite character mm. for the book was probably Declan just because his relationship with Rev was so like tender and it was such a great uh partnership. Yes. Really. And so I really love that. So I'm excited for Rev's companion novel because I feel like we'll get to know more of that soft side that Rev had because we saw a little bit of it with Declan, but we'll get to just see him on his own which I'm excited about too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited for people. So who is your favorite character, yeah. Nancy? Declan was my favorite character. And I love to see his whole character arc throughout the story because you see him at the beginning and he's just so, so hard, so bitter. And there's so much stuff that's going on in his life. And then you get to find out his story and how he got to that point. And then you see how he you know, began to change. You saw that softer side that he had with Rev. And you saw that how he had his relationship with his dad and the things that he did and his relationship with his sister and then how things were strained with his mom and his stepfather and how that came, that came around, you know, and and that was a beautiful thing to see. I really enjoyed Mm -hmm. that so much. Mm -hmm. And so I was gravitated towards him. And when he came through and the narrator had that depth of emotion that just, you could feel everything that he was saying and even on another level more so than that I think if I would have just read it, not that I wouldn't have enjoyed it, this is the same, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was just amazing. Yeah. It was my favorite. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's like the power that narrators have is that they can make you feel something about the characters. And to be honest, like at the 
I would say like at certain points. So I loved Juliet's interest in photography. I loved that whole aspect because I'm I'm a wedding photographer. So I just kind of like connected with that a little bit to mm-hmm. a certain extent. But then I, given a choice between her and Declan, I would totally choose Declan over Juliet all the time <laughs> <laughs> just because she was so judgmental and mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, but you, I mean, that gave, was part of her growth. That yeah. was that was her growth. But like... You gave me an example of a time you thought she was judgmental. Yeah. And which was like, it was about like how others perceive different types of photography. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when, and, and Bridget, I have to like thank you because you wrote the process of photography so, so great. Thank like you. it was just so well done. I, I was like, yes, thank God. <laughs> Um, but when she was describing to um, uh, Mr. Giardi uh, about like how her mom's photography was so important and it was it was doing something. And I know that this was part of her growth, too, but it was just like grinding my gears the whole time she was explaining it to him about how nothing else was really important that the photography she was doing wasn't great because it wasn't her photographing wars and everything and then mr giardi just like drops a bomb like well my wife photographs newborns do you think that's important because it is because those people cherish those photos and i was like yes (laughs) thank you (laughs) i loved that like just verbal serving of what you think is important is not necessarily what everybody else thinks is important and so Mm -hmm. you have to change your perspective on things for sure and i think that helped with the twist at the end and not giving away too much. It's just like, maybe your mom wasn't exactly who you thought she was. Yeah. 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 So I think, I think you... I think that's the case for a lot of people, really. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's really one of my biggest themes through that book. And also through Rev's book, too. Like, you know, who are people, really? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was, a, it was a really great exploration of the character. But I just love Declan. <laughs> <laughs> and you do have this wonderful way of, like, just carrying a story. I mean, I, I can count on like two hands the themes that i saw or like just the different topics that you discussed i mean you talked about grief you talked about adoption and like foster care and you talked about um you know just you know abuse and all these different elements that aren't usually thrown in together and you made it work and that's really awesome that you were able to do that yeah thanks thanks welcome um, so, Nancy, did you have any questions now that we have Bridget on the line? <laughs> My question that I was going to ask is, well, when are we going to get the next book on audio? And so now she, you, you know, she told us. So it's like you said, it's like Christmas in June. I'm so excited for that. I'm so very happy. Thanks. Yeah, I, I just, but now I just feel like I'm drawing a blank. It's like, oh my goodness. That just, I think that just, yeah, that did. That made, it was my birthday a couple days ago. So it just made it, made it feel like it's like a nice birthday gift. So, yay. Oh, yay. Happy birthday. Yes. Happy belated birthday. Yes. When is your birthday? June 10th. Oh. That's my birthday. Oh, wow. Well, happy birthday to you too. (laughs) Nancy, that's such a good day. (laughs) Yeah. So Gemini's unite. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) That's fantastic. Um, And so other elements that we talk about in the show are kind of like different um, ways that the audiobooks kind of bring to light different things. Like, you know, if the time of the audiobook is too long or too short. Um, if we can imagine ourselves in like that kind of world that the author has built with the mm-hmm. na- with the help of the narration, 
Um, and just to kind of answer those questions, I definitely imagined, of course, because we live here, um, but I imagined the area and every time the narrator spoke and I was seeing Bridget's words kind of like come to life and that was really awesome. And then I think it was also a perfect time. The audiobook was about like nine hours or something like that, 10. Mm -hmm. Um, And usually I kind of dread those like long audiobooks where it's like 10, 11, 12 hours. But this one, I kind of listened to it like in a day or maybe probably two days. And I just could not stop listening. So I really, I thought it was the perfect length. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did you think, Nancy? Yeah, it was a really good length. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so another thing that we talk about is where you listen to this book. And this can be hypothetical. It can be the actual place that you listen to the book. Um, So where did you listen, Nancy? How did you listen to this book? So my car, totally the whole ride. It actually took me, yeah, during my commute, like um, took me a day and a half of my commute. So yeah, for me to get through it. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Do you ever find yourself listening to audiobooks like in other places? Yes, I do. Um, I listen to when I'm running or I'm at the gym, when I am doing chores around the house, vacuuming, dusting. I'm always I always have my my earbuds in or, you know, these lovely things right here. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. My oh sorry. I have my uh my wireless headphones. They're they're in my purse because they fold up really nice and they're like this and so they fold up really small. They go into my purse and I take them with me everywhere. Because you never know when you're going to need them. Yeah, exactly. That's mm-hmm. what I like. I, I, I still use like with the wired ones, but I just keep them in my purse because you never know you when never you're going to want to listen to an audiobook. You never know. <laughs> um, so what is next for you? I know that, Bridget, you said that you're working on a, a new fantasy series or novel. So it's, it's definitely going to be the start of the series. Um, the fantasy is called A Curse So Dark and Lonely. And it's coming Ooh. out in January, January 29th of 2019. Um, and it's a very loose Beauty and the Beast retelling. And it's about a prince who is cursed to turn into the mo- to turn into a monster over the course of three months, um, over the course of a season, really. And if he fails to break the curse by finding a woman to fall in love with him, the entire three months starts over. So it's kind of like a cross between Beauty and the Beast and Groundhog Day. Oh, wow. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, and he, uh, he, he's been doing this for a while, so he's kind of burned out on it. And he finds a girl from our world who um, he thinks might be the one to break the curse, but she really has no interest in helping him out. So they, uh, <laughs> they get up to some adventures. Oh, nice. Nice. Awesome. Thanks. Um, and Nancy, what books are you listening to right now? What's on your agenda? Right now, let me go take a look. I have, I um, just got... Um, early access to the new um my plain jane from um from harper collins for it's the um, next book that's in that uh the jane sequel the g uh, with the uh, brody ashton okay. and um and, oh my goodness i'm always driving a bike right now i started that one and then because I, I have to uh, jody at, meadows and uh, jody meadows Cynthia and, Hand. yeah those three. Yeah. So I just got That's access awesome. to that. And I, I love it. I love the accents. And I love audiobooks that have accents. It's like one of my favorite things. And I just um, finished Wonderlust by Lauren Blakely. That was really amazing. And um, I tend to, to mm-hmm. you know, I let me see. And um, I finished also Autobiography by Christina Lauren. That was really good. I have about 20 books right now waiting for me. 
to to download. So I downloaded a whole bunch of them. There was a big sale on Audible. So, oh wow, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna have to hit that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other questions that we have? I don't think so. Um, thank you guys so much for being a part of this. Thank you. Um, do you guys have anything else to add after this? Or yeah, before Nancy, we close? any more Letters to the Lost uh, review? Yeah, how many audiobooks do you listen to? Me personally? Uh, so, you know, I honestly, I've got three young kids, so I don't listen to a ton of audiobooks because I'm never really alone in the car, sadly. Um but every now and again, and I actually tend to prefer um, nonfiction audiobooks. I don't know why. And uh, especially like very memoirish ones. I think my favorite audiobook that I listened to, well, I listened to The Martian on audiobook um, recently because my husband kept raving about it and that was awesome. And then there was also one, and I can't remember the title, but it was about a woman. Oh, I think it was called Escape by Carolyn Jessup. And it was um, about a woman who had been like in the Warren Jeffs cult in. Uh, Utah, the, like the poly- like the polygamist cult, and it was like her memoir of how she escaped, and that was really fascinating. Mm. Wow, that sounds really cool. Yeah, it's it's funny because you you write like paranormal and like young adult, and then you but you enjoy nonfiction and memoirs. That's so oh yeah, that's such a cool well, I mean, flip. What I read, I definitely read. Uh, I read YA and I read fantasy mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, for audiobooks, I don't know why. I don't know why. I just I like nonfiction and and memoir kind of stuff. Yeah. That's cool. How long does it take for you to actually finish like a first draft of a book? So a first draft, I can probably knock one out in four to five months if I'm really pushing. Um, and then my editor will usually take a couple months to read and give me edits back. Uh, and then I'll take another few weeks to do whatever edits she needs done. Wow. That's, that's really my cool. that's my dream one day is to write a book. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit down and start writing. That's all you need to do. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. This is a very exciting. We've never had like a book blogger and an author at the same time. Like we're so excited. Thank you for having me Uh, too. Thank you. Um, and so hopefully we will um get our hands on that Rev book soon and probably do an episode on that. Yeah. You wanna do that? Yay! Um and thank you, Nancy, for joining. I know that we are we follow your blog religiously and it's an honor to have you on the show. Yeah. Thank you. And we just have one more question for you, Nancy. Um, our traditional shelf it or shove it, we kind of have an idea of what you will do with Letters to the Lost because you loved it just like we did. But uh, if you choose to keep it, you'll be shelving it. And if you choose to not, you'll be shoving it. So what will you be doing with Letters to the Lost? Shelf it. Yes. <laughs> yes, we will shelf it as well. Yes. We'll buy lots of other copies and make other people <laughs> shelf it too. Yeah, we'll be sharing. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. Um, And so this wraps up our episode. Yeah. And um, I was wondering, why don't we all do bye together? Yeah. So um, if you can, maybe we'll do it like since our computer is like not in sync. If everyone can give us like... Bridget, I know I don't know if you've listened to our episodes, but at the end of the episode, we kind of do a little squealy like "bye." <laughs> <laughs> so, if you could do that for us, that would be great. And then we'll kind of go around circle. So we we'll do Bridget, then Nancy, then we'll do it. A nice little bye circle. Nice little bye circle. <laughs> so you want me to do it first? Yeah. And then, and, yes. and then do I hang up or do I have to wait? <laughs> I don't want to mess up the Skype call. You can, you can hang up. Hang up. Really you can hang up, yeah. Because that would be really awkward. <laughs> Bye. Perfect. <laughs> All right, Nancy. Bye. Yes. Perfect. This is great. All right. Bye. Bye.
<laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Thanks so much. Oh, oh my God. Great. What we are always like, so we <laughs> can just take all the excitement all the time from all of our other collabs and just put them together because we're always so just like lit afterwards. This was a good one because it was so it was good. like oh, thank God, like you said earlier, thank God we like this book. Uh, right? That would have been real awkward. It would have been so awkward. Oh my god. And gosh. even Bridget was like, Well, I like when people compliment them. <laughs> or like I like when I like hearing from people who like the book. Imagine the ones that she hasn't. I will find. Liked it. I will find them, and I will make sure they know what Baltimore, Maryland's all about. You're not from Baltimore. Calm down, public school. Sorry, sorry. Jeez, I'm just saying. But yes, this was a great collab. <laughs> I loved every second of it. Bridget yes. is so nice. Nancy is so energetic. She is. Oh How'd gosh. you like the Twilight poster? Uh, she had a Twilight poster that was signed by everybody. Brad complimented because he has an Edward Cullen blanket. I do. I pillow actually. Pillow. I thought you had a blanket too. Um, that's been used. Yeah, but you did. <laughs> no, I mean used. <laughs> what? Used. It was used. You know, ever calling on it. Anyway, I, I understand now. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brittany does not like Twilight, and we will not I'm, get into it right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything because I do not poo-poo on what people like. Only what Brad likes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell Brad that he's wrong. And I won't tell other people because other people's enjoyment is their enjoyment. But is that, that is really cool that she like slept on the streets to that get that. That is. That's commitment. Like I mean, for real, for real. I've never slept on a street. No. But oh I'd do it man. for right? like a book that I loved with signatures. Right? I do like Robert Pattinson. Oh, Yes. Yes. I do like him. Him and his weird looking jaw and teeth. Yeah. It doesn't quite fit. But it's, I would like It's like them. Matt Smith. Uh, like, you don't know what it is that you like about them, but there is something. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You probably don't feel that way because he's. No, in the crown. Eyebrows. In the crown. Oh, in the crown. He oh. can get it. He can get it every Thursday. Mm, just once a week? Yes, just once a week. I don't got time for a lot of Matt Smith. Because <laughs> you need to make room for Edward Cullen. Yes. Or whatever his name is. Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Mm. Oh, man. And also, I love that they... I was really afraid when I, when we were going to say bye, I thought they were going to deny us. I know, right? And I was like, like... No, we're too cool for that. Yeah, I was like... They were like, we're not doing that. I'm sorry. Yeah, and they did it. And I'm like, oh my God, it makes oh, my yay! heart melt. Yeah. So thank you guys for participating in that little awkward roundabout. Bye. Yeah. It wasn't really <laughs> like around the circle bye, but I loved it. It just came up to me. It was like, we got to figure out, figure out how to end this. Because we've we been forgetting to say it with mm -hmm. some of our people. Yes. And so we wanted to make sure that our staple was stapled. Stapled. All right. So don't forget to follow Bridget and Nancy on Twitter and also check out Nancy's book blog. It's, again, Tales of the Ravenous Reader, and that's reader spelled out this time. Ooh. You know, Twitter has those weird handle rules. I know. So it's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. But you can catch up and see what she's doing and what she's reading, and she is a reader yes Aud one uh, two books a day oh my goodness girl oh, I, and i can't believe her commute three oh my God. hours that's a long time that is probably longer than what gilligan's island she better get paid a lot of money girl mm. she better 
That's a lot of gas. I, my commute is five minutes. <laughs> we forgot to ask Bridget where she lives. Oh, damn. I don't think she would tell us. No, she wouldn't. Maybe you can private <laughs> message us, Bridget, because we want to do coffee one day. Ew, coffee? Coffee. Well, yeah, I know you don't. Tea. Let's go to I'll tea. tea. Let's go tea. Let's go tea. You can do coffee, which I didn't realize that you drank coffee. Oh, my God. I love coffee. I, I love feel the, like I'm just learning things about I you. love the creamer in the coffee, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sauce in the coffee. The sauce. <laughs> it is the sauce of coffees. Um, so now that we've given our guests Twitter away, you want to handle the rest of that? Oh, yeah. Please feel free to follow us on Twitter at AudioshelfMe, like us on Facebook at AudioShelf, and follow along on Instagram where we post pictures sometimes. Yeah. Just whenever we feel like it. We got to get into that. <laughs> we can't get on that Bookstagram train <laughs> so steadily. We're trying. We, they stop at stops and we just get off and mosey around. And we <laughs> at some point get motivated again. You can find that Instagram though at audioshelf underscore podcast. And please subscribe to us wherever you can hear your podcasts, wherever you like listening. I mean, we're pretty cool. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. We do we do things. We don't solve murder mysteries, mm -hmm. but we talk about murder mysteries. Yeah. So And we give yeah. away free books. Yeah, we do. You, do. you want to know how we give away free books? How? You go on our website and you click on the Audible affiliate link and you sign up for a 30-day free trial. And no you way. get two free audiobooks. No way. Yes way. No way. Yes way. Wow. <laughs> send this yeah let's let's <laughs> let's do it strong bye. bye was there anything that we forgot to mention i don't think so okay that's good i don't know why i did that <laughs> <laughs> this has been audio shelf where we release new episodes every monday if you want to stay updated listen to previous episodes or suggest audiobooks for us to feature visit us at audioshelf.me we are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening.